Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. We just welcome everybody on the line and we'll start out with prayer. And God, we just thank you. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your ability. God, we just thank you for more grace, God, and giving us the revelation that your grace is sufficient for me and it gives me the ability to do what I'm called to do. And God, I just want to honor you today and thank you for your presence. Thank you for gracing us with your anointing. God, we just welcome you. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We're going to start off singing this song. Uh, Welcome, Holy Spirit. Can we get everybody unmuted and let's sing together? We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live Live inside of me. Let's, Let's start over now. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Pastor Cindy, would you sing? I see we're all singing at different times, so it's kind of hard when you're not not together. But would you just sing it for us, Pastor? Yes, ma'am. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. You're the living water, never drying fountain, comforter and counselor. Take complete control. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. You're the living water, never drying fountain, comforter and counselor. Take complete control. Yeah. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Live inside of me. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. 
You're the living water, never drying fountain. You're the comforter and counselor, take complete control. You're the living water, never drying fountain. Comforter and counselor, take complete control. Yeah. Welcome, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Thank you, Jesus. We welcome everybody today. I have been missing y'all. I've been missing being on the prayer line and the Facebook live. I, I watched it though when I was in Alabama and um, Tiffany and Pastor Cindy did great and Kim Brewer did great uh, being over it and everything. And we just, we just, it was a clear word. We could hear it clearly. And I just went to sleep with that in my ear that night. And I want to thank y'all for that. And we'll be on again this Thursday at 5 o'clock Facebook live and maybe some of the uh, uh, young adults or young people might be on there with me with the uh, what God did in on this trip so we want to honor all the leadership today all the pastors and all the deacons and elders and ministers and all the prayer warriors and all the uh, the lay people the ones that go out and witness and I was praying the other day and this word came to me because you know this is uh, September the 1st Somebody say, this is a new day. This is a new day. This is a new day. September the 1st, it's a new day. And also, it's a new season. September, uh, what did I say in September? It's August. I'm sorry. August the 1st, it's a new day. So the scripture that came forth to me um, is the one that says to not tarry. Don't say that the harvest is now. Say you have four months. He said, don't say that. He said the harvest is right now. So we can take these last four months of the year. Uh, this is August, and we can go on through until we uh, get to December, which will be four months. You can take them four months, and God can bring in the harvest for you. He can bring in. He can do what he said he would do at the beginning of the year when he gave us words of what he was going to do. So don't be discouraged. Don't think you haven't grown this year. Just be a late bloomer. Just let it come forth now. But he said, don't say that that uh, you have to four months to the harvest because the harvest is ready now. Somebody say it's a new day. Hallelujah. It's a new day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We welcome your presence here. We give you honor. I just... Um, Pastor Casey, can you mute uh, some of? We just give you honor, God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We honor you. We worship you. I want to give honor to Pastor Cindy and Sister Monica and Brother Arthur and and uh, the different ones, Evangelist Timmy and uh, just all the ones that are uh, Pastor Sativa. They're bringing in a harvest. They're bringing in. I just heard a report Sunday night. Two people got delivered and a couple got filled with the Holy Ghost. And how do you know if something's real? Is uh, Does it have fruit? What's the fruit on the tree? 
what's the fruit on the tree, then you can tell what's real. Hallelujah. We want to just go over our scripture that we've been praying about for about a week and and look at it because this is a new day. Somebody say it's a new day. Luke 5, 36 through 39 says, Then he spoke a parable to them. No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old one. So we're talking about going into the new things, the new era, the new place that God has for us. It says right here, no one puts a piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear, and also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled, and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Somebody say, I've got to be a new vessel these days. I've got to let all the old come out of me and become new. Like the word says, Second Corinthians 5, 17, 17, old things, behold, old things have passed away and all things have become new. So it says have become new. That means we already are new in Christ Jesus. Somebody say, I'm already new in Jesus Christ. I'm just coming into the place where it's, where my mind catches up to where my spirit already is. Hallelujah. So you must put new wine in a new vessel. So a lot of people, if they don't pour out their soul, like David said, I pour my soul out to the Lord. If they never do that, they're trying to put new wine into old old things. And that old thing is hard, and it's just going to bounce back off of there, and it it's going to cause tears, and it's not going to go together. There is a way for the old and the new to work together because he said that the latter day is going to be greater than the formal day. And he also said, he said, don't, don't forget your landmarks. Don't forget your, where you came from. But we build on that and we grow. We don't stay in the old. We don't stay in the old. I had a breakthrough this weekend that this church, Freedom Ministries, is coming into the new. Freedom Ministries is even in the new in the dress. I might even wear pants preaching ain't never happened but God showed me we're in a new place it's not the same and the old things that passed away means they're no longer here they're no longer here yes we honor yes we do what we've been trained to do but in order to go into the new we have to follow the Holy Ghost and one day I was at prayer and it was a couple years ago and I saw my my feet I was barefooted and I was dancing all over the church barefooted and God showed me he said we got to uh, even change the dress some um, to allow the new to come in to to they don't feel condemned and Paul said I become all things to to them so I can win some and so I'm not talking about not being holy because we have to stay holy in God and I'm not talking about wearing things so tight that that men have to turn their head but I know that there's a new place and it happened to me in this this past weekend that. And I'm like, God, I, I can't even see me trying to preach in pants. But but I know that news coming into the church. We're in a new place, a new season, a new level. And a lot of our saints are shouted that because they've been having to wear these pantyhose for 20 years. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the news coming in, but he says, new wine must be put in new wineskins, new, 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 new things, new ideas, new visions, new way of doing things. And and the old way, and I'm prophesying right now, the old way, if you do the old and try to make it be the new, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. New wine must be put into new wineskins and both are preserved. 
and no one having, oh, what does it say right there? Both are preserved. Okay, that means none of us will be destroyed. Thank you, Jesus. And no one having drunk old wine immediately desires the new, for he says the old is better. So change is, someone said the other day, I hate change. (laughs) I like change, but I understand a lot of people don't like change and that it's not easy for some to change. But it says it right here because we're, we're used to the old way. And we know the old works. And when you have to start drawing new things, you're not sure. It's like jumping off a cliff, jumping off into a 10-foot water, hoping that someone's going to catch you. And uh, but, but, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. We go from faith to faith to glory to glory. And we've been talking about that. And then they, they have a song at the ramp. I didn't even know that song existed. But God put it in my spirit about a month ago. He said, go from faith to faith to glory to glory because it takes faith to go to the next level in the glory. But we've been seeing feathers. We've been seeing gold dust. We've been seeing uh, people, you know, three or four pictures of feathers and things that people have been seeing. And that's just a sign of the glory of God is coming down on the earth, the glory, heaven coming down on the earth because we make a way for him to come in. Hallelujah. And I believe that that's over the whole state of Arkansas. I believe that God, the glory of God is coming in over the whole state of Arkansas. I believe that the saints have cried and prayed and poured and died to their flesh and, and wore them pantyhose and did everything that they could do to submit to their authority, to submit to their leaders, even if they didn't understand. And because you pay the price, we pay the price, and the glory is coming in the state of Arkansas. Somebody say the glory is covering the whole state. The glory of God is going to cover the whole earth before he comes back. And we believe that it is already flowing through Arkansas. Somebody say Cross it is in it. Somebody say Little Rock's in it. Uh, Conway's in it. Beekman's in it. Strong's in it. Hallelujah. We're going on down into Louisiana. Monroe's in it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hamburg is in it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We take over the... God, we take over the land in your glory. Your glory comes out of our mouth everywhere we go. Everywhere we step, God, you said in Joshua that everywhere our foot treads is ours. And when we walk into a room, yes, when you walk into a room, everything changes. But God, when I walk into a room, everything changes. Hallelujah. Say it about yourself. When I walk into a room, everything changes. All things become new. All the old has to break off. All the old has to come out. All the depression, all the poverty, all the fear, all the lack, all the intimidation, insecurity has to come out of people when we walk into the room because the glory of God is upon us. Because we let the old go and we we embrace the new. We let the old be passed away and we come into the new, God. You said in Revelation, you make all things new. Hey, there's a new heaven, a new earth, a new body, a new a new name. Glory to God, a new river, a new... You said there won't be any more seas because it's going to be the sea of glass, God. Hallelujah, the news coming in. We praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for showing us, Lord, any area in our life, God, that we need the new. You said you're giving us a new name, that we would sing a new song, God. You said there'll be a new Jerusalem. Glory, hallelujah, Revelation 21, 2 through 5. I make all things new. Hallelujah, God, when you come up on the scene, nothing is the way it used to be. 
Nothing stays the same, God. Your spirit is like the wind, and it goes wherever it wants to go. And religion don't like change. Religion, sometimes we don't like change as individuals, but sometimes it's religion. Religion was always trying to stop the glory level. Religion was always saying, why are you healing people on a Sunday? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? What authority are you doing this in? God, we, we just see that spirit that don't want us to go to the glory level. But God, we're walking into it now, God. We're walking into it, Lord. You don't show your feathers and you don't show your your uh, your gold. Because anytime I see gold dust, anytime I see something like that, I think about that the that the streets of heaven are gold. And so you must be getting closer to coming, God, that the, the gold's coming off of your feet, the gold's coming down upon your people, Lord, that you're getting ready to come and get your bride, God. And behold, all things are new. All things, all these old bodies that we don't want anymore, God, all this sick thing, there's no more sickness in that new place. There's no more poverty, God. There's no more, no more torment, God. Thank you, Jesus. If we'll just walk into the glory, there'll be no more torment because you said you didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love and power and a sound mind, God. And when we operate in faith, the fear has to die, God. Hallelujah. We walk into our new place of faith with you, Jesus. I walk into the new, the new level that you have for me, God. Nothing's the same anymore, God. Yeah, the way we pray is not the same. The way we preach is not the same. The way we sing is not the same. The way that we prophesy is a new place, God. It's a new level. It's a new way of doing things. You said enter in past the veil, the new and living way. Enter into the new and living way past the veil, God. Hey, when people is trying to say that our time is over, I take authority over that spirit. They even try to say to me, that your time of, of getting on that platform is over. And I break that off of people in the name of Jesus because whoever wanted to go into the, the promised land with the young people could go. Josh and Caleb wanted to go. Hallelujah. Hey, we're not left behind. Josh and Caleb went and took the new ones over to the to the new place where the grapes were coming, where the, where the um, milk and honey was. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm not left out. I am not left out. Behold, all things have become new in my life. All things. This church will never be the same. And I pray for the churches out there that there will be a difference on your platforms, that the new comes forth, that the old is, is, uh, the old is gone and the new is here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians 3.10 says, put off the old man and his deeds. How do you come into the new? Well, you let everything old start dying off of you. If you usually mean, don't just, you know, try to, he says, put off the old man and his deeds. Qu quit lying, quit cheating, quit manipulating. Put on the new man, Colossians 3.10, which is renewed in the knowledge of him. So every time I spend time with God, more of that old breaks off of me. Hey, in the knowledge of him, the more I know him, the more I'm renewed, the more I'm new, the more the old deeds have to die. Praise you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, Lord. We're going to look at Ephesians um, 4, 22-24. I'm going to read that. Ephesians 4, 22-24. Thank you, Jesus. 
we give you praise. It says that you put off concerning your formal conduct. How do you come into the new? You say, Pastor, I can't quit. I can't quit. We just said the more knowledge that you have of him, him the, the more you can put off the old deeds. And he says that we renew our mind. By trans, we transform by the renewing of our mind in Romans 12, 1 and 2. So we have to put something in the place of the old. See, some people, they, they want people to change. We want our husbands to change. We want our children to change. But we don't offer them anything new. You want your people to be on fire? You want your kids to be on fire? Offer them some new music. We don't offer them anything new. and We want them to change and to to come into something that we think they should be. And what are we offering them? Because uh, I've learned a long time ago, you can't just take away without putting something there. We just read it. Get some new wine, new wine, and, and, and not the old wine skins. We have to put something new in the place of the old. Don't just take your kids' video games away without giving them something else. And say, oh, we sacrifice for Jesus. They gonna hate Jesus. They ain't gonna want. <laughs> they ain't gonna want nothing to do with the new that's trying to come in. If you don't give them anything new, that that's pretty simple. But I, I mean, I'm having to see that myself. So let's read it right here. Ephesians four twenty two. You put off. That means I just put it off. No, I'm not gonna drink that beer. I don't want it. Three hours later, I gotta have it. I, I take two sips. No, later on, I'm not doing it. And you try to, you, you you let the Spirit of God start helping you to put off the old. You put off concerning your formal conduct. That means when I get born again, I don't act the same way. If people are getting saved and they're not changing, um, we have to check their salvation. If people are saying they're free, they're free, they go to deliverance ministry, but they still mean a snake 20 years later, We've had to check that. What's the what, what's going on there? Are they really getting free, or are they just um, just coming in to feel the presence of God? It says that you put off concerning your formal conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Did you know it's normal to be um, for a sinner to be bad? It's normal. They don't they don't know anything else to do but sin. He says to put off the formal conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on. Somebody said, I got to put off so I can put on. Thank you, Jesus. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Wow. I have to put on the new man which is Jesus Christ. And so when I'm not sure what I should do, I have to. Just like that saying, what would Jesus do? And then those things that I can't control, those are strongholds, those are bondages, those those are old habits. It's not real easy to break old habits. But the way that we break old habits is putting in something new. Let the light, um, you know, let, let it overtake the darkness. Overcome evil with good. When you put a light on in the room, there's no more darkness. There's no more darkness. So just say you have a habit of uh, watching soap operas. Then you just go find you something that's not bad. And so when you're used to watching that soap opera at 12 o'clock, put this other thing on. Put something new there instead of just 
in there, oh, I'm quitting, I'm trying, I'm trying so hard and, and depriving ourselves without putting anything new in its place. Are y'all getting it? So he's telling us we can put away that old man. We can put him away. We don't have to keep operating in the old when we get saved, when we get born again, because he said old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That means a new man lives on the inside of me, Jesus Christ, and he is driving out every other spirit, everything else that's been on that throne for all them years. He has to overtake it through the Spirit of God and drive every bit of it out. And the Word says in Exodus that if you leave them, then they're going to overtake you. So they're going to come back and they're going to overtake and destroy us because no demon is our friend. They come to steal, kill, and destroy but God said, I come to give life and life more abundantly. So he says, when you put off this old conduct, when you know that you can get what you want out of manipulating people, quit doing it. Just stop doing it. And if you can't stop, then find out where it came in you in the beginning and say, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Can you show me why I'm so angry? God, I don't want to watch this anymore. Can you show me why I'm drawn to these scary movies? They said at the conference, the nightmare is over. Hallelujah. The nightmare is over when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. But we got to put something new in his place. We put the word in our ear. We put music in our ear. I'm like Julie today in prayer. I'm just thinking, you know, we, we gripe and we complain, but do we offer anything new? Have you ever noticed gripers and complainers, they don't offer anything new? They don't offer any solution. To the problem, they just tell you everything that you're not doing right. Give me something new then. Show me a new way. Show me how we can how we can bring what you think we need into the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I say it with love. Show me something new. Please, please show me something new. He says in verse 25, put away lying. He didn't say you got to wait 20 years before you can get delivered a line. He said put it away. Let Woo, let each one of you speak truth. Hallelujah. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. We do not have to stay mad over the night. We don't. And if we if we we if we keep that in us and it's just in there marinating and it's getting madder and madder and madder until there's gonna be another blow up. But he said, Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So we can go in and humble ourselves and, and uh and not let that be brooding in us. Amen. He said, verse 27, don't give place to the devil. Let him who steals steal no more, but let him labor. See, he gives you a solution. He gives me a solution. Those who steal, don't steal any longer because uh, he tells you, you can go to work. You can go to work. He says, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has a need. He pretty much tells us to quit stealing and start working so we can give. He says to, to labor that you'll have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed. Does it sound like that I can't uh, put away these things? He just simply says, don't do it anymore. And you say, I'm bound. I understand strongholds, but I don't understand staying in the same thing after I hear the truth and, and for years and years and years and saying I got to the root and then I get up and you know why we, some people don't change when they do that? Because they don't put nothing new in the place of the old. If you don't put nothing new in the place of the old and the old's coming back and the Bible says they're bringing seven more. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. God, we just see we see God that that we all have had struggles. So I'm not I'm not putting us down for the struggle. I'm trying to show us how to get out of the struggle, and it's putting something new in the place of the old. God, help us to get that today, God. What's new? When you talk about the new, what is new? When you talk about Second Corinthians five seventeen, seventeen, old things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What's new? A fresh start, reborn, rebuilt, renewed, a new creation. Old is gone. Everything is made new. Hallelujah. A new covenant, a new heart. He said in Hebrews 8, verse 10. Let me see if I can find it. This is important. Thank you, Jesus. It's one of my favorite scriptures. Hebrews 8, verse 10. Thank you, Jesus. I know I'm talking fast. <laughs> For this is the covenant. Well, let me start up here because he's talking about a new covenant. We in the new today. Hebrews 8, 8. Because finding fault with them, he says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant. What's he, they didn't bring the new in. They didn't bring the new in. And I disregarded them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind, write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So he says there's a new covenant, and that covenant isn't the law. It's the word of God that's written on our hearts. That's why when we do something, we feel a check or a nudge. We we know that it's not right. It's because it's written on our heart, the word of God. If Jesus lives in us, he is the word, and he's living in our hearts, and the, and uh, we're feeling convicted. Hey, I'm, I feel convicted by the word of God, and he lives on the inside of me. So when I do something wrong, when I have that new nature in me, conviction's going to come because cause the word lives in me. Somebody say, the word lives in me. That's why I can't do things that other people can do and not and, and not feel guilty. Hallelujah. Somebody said, I got a new heart. I'm starting new. I'm putting on the new man by putting away the old. Somebody say, I'm putting on the new man by putting away the old. Hallelujah. I'm walking in the newness of life. I'm being raised up. I've been buried in him, and I come up to new life. That's what we learned this weekend. I've been raised up into new life. Ephesians 3, verse 17 says, Christ may dwell in your heart. Where does he dwell? He's in my heart. Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, rooted and grounded in love. And we know God said, I'm going to give you a new commandment. He gave us a new covenant and a new commandment. And the new commandment is love. Love your neighbors as you love yourself. Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and strength. And love your neighbors as yourself. Hallelujah. Because if I love you, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to steal from you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to do the ode to you if I love you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Somebody's getting in, getting the new in them today. First Corinthians 5, verse 7. Purge out old leaven so you may be a new lump. 
Somebody say, I'm going to be a new lump. I'm going to be new. I'm going to be new in Christ Jesus. I'm not going to be the old. I'm not going to be the old. I'm not going to walk around with old on my face. I'm not going to walk around with old in my heart. I'm going to get all them things out of my heart. I'm going to be cleansed by the word of God and renewed by my mind, by the word of God, renewed in my mind, by the spirit of God. I'm going to be purged from unrighteousness. All those judgments that I hold on to in my heart, do you know that's a spirit of unforgiveness? That is a spirit of unforgiveness. When we will not forgive, when we say we are not doing that, we're not going to do that, we're not going to get down to the root because we don't like the way you do it. That is a spirit of unforgiveness. And a spirit of unforgiveness is different than just people that that, uh, hadn't forgiven. A spirit of unforgiveness is like it's a stronghold in some way we either uh that came through generations on us or we just uh determine in our heart we're not going to let it go because we like to be mad we like to be mad we like to be angry we have something to hold on to that that we can use as control so we don't have to give our lives and submit and surrender to authority if we can stay mad at them So a spirit of unforgiveness has to be broken. And God, we pray right now, those that on this line, that maybe they have this spirit and they don't know, they just hold on to things real tight. They hold on, God. They hold on to grudges. They they quit going places because somebody did them wrong one time, God. They, They won't let go of things. They won't let it go, God. But you said old things have to be gone, God. We have to let all that old come out of our heart. We can't hold on to it as comfort and things that we can just stay mad with or or we don't have to uh disarm or we don't we don't have to be vulnerable in front of anybody because I get to hold this against you. God, I take authority over that spirit, God, that spirit of hatred, that spirit of bitterness, that spirit of strife, God, that always brings in strife when someone's trying to get into the root of the matter, when someone's just trying to to by the Spirit get there to find out what is the real issue. And we refuse to go, God. We refuse to forgive. And you said if if we don't forgive, then you're not forgiving us, God. God, help us to see that, Lord, that unforgiveness is a serious issue, God. It's a serious matter, Lord. That woman with the issue of blood, God, her issue was sickness. But we have issues in our heart that we're not willing to let go. We want to control with them things in our heart, God, but show us, Lord, that those things make us sick. Those things make us mad. They make us bitter and resentment, God. They make us jealous, God. Help us just come before you and take the mask off and be real so we can come into the new, God. Help us, Lord, to quit digging around them same old wells and to come forth with new new wine and new water, God. Let a new spring spring up out of us a a new spring that we unstop all those wells of years ago of hurt and god yes we really did get hurt yes it it happened and it hurt god but i'm asking god for a supernatural manifestation of deliverance on this prayer line that those on it now god that's been molested that's been that's been raped god that's been stolen from 
God, that they've been used, Lord, over and over, God, that they've been left behind and left out of everything, God. I'm asking, God, that you take the mask off and we can see, Lord, that that, that, the, that the lame be healed, God. You said that don't let it be dislocated. Let it be healed. Let the lame be healed, God. God, this old man. Hey, when he springs up, we we push him back down, God, until he's no more, till he's dead, <laughs> till he's dead, God. Hey, he's already dead when we received you, God, but we got to walk it out, Lord. This flesh comes back and tries to rise up, and that's how we know there's unforgiveness in our heart. And when we write, when something rises up in us, Lord, to defend, to protect, to to uh to be angry at God. We don't have a right to stay mad, Lord. Show us that, God. Somehow we think that's our right, that I, I have a right to just stay angry. But God, you they was plucking your beard, they was spitting on you, they was killing you, they was putting things through your hands, they was doing all this in front of your family, in front of your mother, God, and you you didn't defend yourself at all, God. Show us we Take that arrogant thing out of us so we think we have a right to defend ourselves. We think we have a right, God, to be right. We we think we have a right to hold on to these 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 hurts in our lives, God. We don't let people go, God. We just keep them in bondage and keep them the same and, and never let them grow because we, we treat them like they're never going to change, God. But I break that off of the people's lives right now. I break it out of their homes. I break it out of their marriages. I break it out of their relationships with their children, God. You said that what can what uh, would take 20 years of counseling can be done in a moment, God. All we need is favor. We need favor with you, Lord. Yet it like Esther had, God, favor with the king. She can get more done in one night than a whole lifetime with favor, God. <laughs> Show us we don't, that's that old, God. That's the old. And if we want the old, then we're going to turn old real fast. We're going to be sick. We're going to look old. We're going to be old. Oh, God, show us, Lord. But you said you renew us like the eagle. You renew our youth like the eagle. God, I want to be cleansed in my heart. I don't want all that in my heart, God. And that thing that people just think people shouldn't say anything. They just let things be the way they are. God, I break that. We don't, uh-uh, God. You said the truth sets us free. The truth that we know sets us free, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. You send prophets to speak truth into our lives so we can change, so we can hear. And you said if we obey them, we will prosper. Yeah, that spirit that rises up against authority, God. That it disrespects and dishonors. You said that we'll have a long life if we honor our father and our mother, God. Yet it don't matter what they've done. We have a responsibility to forgive and to let go, God, and to release. Bring honor into our young people, God. God, show them what they dishonor or move away from and what they honor or draw close. Show wives, God, 
what they disrespect in their husband, God. Their husband's going to go further away. He might not leave, but emotionally he's going to shut down, God. You said, wives, respect and honor your husband, Lord. We break the O, God. Hey, I don't want to be the same. I don't want to be the same, God. Help me, God. I don't want to be the same, God. I want a new wine coming out of my mouth, God. Help me, God. Take the bitterness out of my heart, God. Take the hurt, God. Take the hurt from words, God spoken. Take it out. Take those wounds out of us, God. Take them deep wounds out, God, that make us want to quit. They make us want to not do it anymore because we don't want to hurt people or whatever, whatever's used against us to control us, Lord, to make us into what they think they want us to be, God. Show us, God, to release people and let them be free, God, to be what you called us to be. You said bitterness can't come up the same fountain, God, with fresh water. Help us to quit talking against our families, God. Against our church, against our church families, God. Yay, pull it out by the root. Pull that spirit out when we talk about each other in our own denominations, even in our own cities. Yay, take that hateful spirit out, God. <laughs> take that hateful spirit out, God. Put honor in us, Lord. Put honor in our children. Teach them how to serve their leaders. Teach them how, God. It's not an act of slavery, God. It's an act of sonship, God. Yay. Hey, we pull it down, God. I pull that rebellion down in the name of Jesus. You spirit that just don't want to do what you called to do and you want to blame everybody else. Come out in the name of Jesus. Oh, and we lose unity and love and peace. Hey, we break it out, God. We break it out. We break the hurt out of of the young people, the young generation that the old sit back and, and judge and 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 whatever they did, whatever we did to hurt them, God, I ask you to forgive us, Lord, and show us what we did. Show us, God, and we come to prayer and we talk about it, and we didn't change, God. Show us, Lord. Forgive us, God, as leaders for not giving them. I know in some areas we did, but forgive us, God. For not giving them something that they wanted to be, God. Forgive us for making it all about us, Lord, and not even seeing them the way we should see them, God. Yeah, 
as sons and daughters of children of the Most High God. I've given them a place, and I'm not just talking about age. I'm talking about new people coming in the church, God. Forgive us for standing in them places, Lord, and not not giving, not not uh, selling out to the point that we leave that, and that we stand there where no one else can feel it, Lord. Forgive us, God. Take rebellion out of our hearts, Lord. Forgive us, Jesus. I want to be new, God. You said I'm a new creature in you, and I want to, I want to be renewed in your image. I want to be like you, God. One of the definitions of being made new is being made like God. Being made like God. I want to be made like you, Jesus. I want to look at you so much that that's all I see is you, God. I don't see any of the flaws or the uh, the the other things. I don't see anything negative. I just see you, God. You said, behold, we look in the we look in the mirror, God, and if we look there long enough, then we can change that for us not to leave and and quit looking, God. We need to we need to keep looking. We need to keep looking and and letting you deal with our hearts, Lord. Letting you deal with our hearts, God. And for those, Lord, that that continue to like, there's people that don't think they need anything. It just that breaks my heart more than a lot. <laughs> That breaks my heart when people think everyone else needs needs something, but they don't, or or everybody around them is opening up and sharing, and and they just don't think that they, they just just don't think they need to. They don't humble themselves. God help us, Lord, give us an humble spirit, Lord. I hear that in a lot of marriages. You know, I'm always the one that's got to say I'm sorry. I'm always the one. It's got to come back and look like, you know, the fool or whatever. But but I, I, I can honestly say, you know, in relationships, if you will be willing to come back and look like the fool every time, then pretty soon that's going to change. It's called disarming the enemy. And God, I thank you for giving us that revelation, Lord, that we disarm the enemy by not defending ourselves and not talking back, God. Help us, Lord. And another thing that I want to expose is because I see it a lot about when someone is trying to get to a root of something, they're trying to to help. You know, if if uh, just say someone comes in for counseling and we try to help them, and we and we're gonna push pressure things to get to the root. Because the Holy Spirit uh, has to go past all that and shine the light on what's the truth. Because a lot of times that root, we don't really know what that is. We don't know. We just have all these manifestations. If it's hatred, we're just mad all the time. You know, if it's if it's hurt, we're just angry. <laughs> uh, if we we don't really know what the root cause is, and so the anointing in Freedom Ministries and a lot of people may do it different ways, but but I found out that, that if you don't put any pressure on that and stay in the flow of it, then you're never going to get to the root. So a lot of times people are just angry and they don't want you to press there because, and I, I was seeing it today when I was praying, it, it's like um, they don't like the way you do that, but that's control. That, that can be control. I won't say it always is, 
It can be controlled to get you off of the real deal. But if someone is angry and if they're spewing and they're 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 there is an issue. So why can't we be willing? And I'm talking about uh, me too. Why can't we be willing to to say, okay, apparently there's something here, you know? So uh, I asked Julie something earlier, and I and uh, she said something, and I called. I called back and I said, you don't just let things be. You just don't, you don't go back. Uh, you don't just say things and, and let them wounds stay. So I called back and I said, Julie, why didn't you want to do this? Is there something I've done to cause this? And no, no, but this is what I was saying, she said. So, so everything's out on the table and it's open. And if we can do that, we can get to the root. We can. Because I know that um, I've, you know, I've hurt people, and I know that I've been hurt. And and the only thing that healed it is was being able to confess it, not necessarily to the person, but to to someone you trust, to somebody. If you can't go to your pastor, if you can't go to your maybe your pastor's family, like mine was my mom, and I, I you know, I had to go to her about a lot of things, and most of the time it was about her when we got through the root. And that wasn't easy, and we had a lot of fights in that because I was I didn't want to say them things in front of my mama. So find someone you trust, someone that uh, it's good to be your pastor. But if you can't talk to them, just say, Pastor, I feel uh, can I I need I don't feel I feel I'm a man. I need to talk to a man and let the pastor you know send you an elder or someone to to deal with that. You don't have to go to me you can say pastor i i'm a man and i I need to talk i need to get this off of me you know i've thought of my husband a lot because who does he go to for counsel you know so god we pray for men we pray god and i welcome men and i do want to counsel them and i have a lot of men that i do counsel but i'm just saying if you're a man out there and there's old things in your that that's keeping you bound and you don't know who to talk to then go to your pastor and say, I'm, you know, I just uncomfortable because I'm a man and you're a female. Or if you're a female and they're a male, I'm just uncomfortable. Is there someone I can talk to? Because the Bible says when you confess your faults one to another, then you'll be healed. It don't say confess their faults. But even though we we do say they did this to me and, and it hurt me and it, it it caused this breach in me, but the bottom line is he says, confess your faults, which is unforgiveness. Then you'll be healed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, God. Thank you for showing us, Lord. If we'll just say it, if we'll just if we'll just say that thing that keeps us bound, God, if we'll just say, I hate them, God, I can't stand and be in the room with them, God. I have this in my heart because of this and and let someone help us get that out. We'll be we'll be so clean and our new in our hearts, and those burdens will be off of us. And you say, I tell that to God. That is good. But if if you can't seem to overcome, if you get up tomorrow and you're still angry, if you get up the next day and it don't matter what they do, you're still angry. They can apologize eighty times, but it's not apologies are not accepted. There's something a deep deep wound there. And God wants to heal that. He wants to make all things new. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you that we're renewed, we're, we're regenerated in you, God. We're a new creature. A fresh start, God. We're reborn, we're rebirthed, we're renewed. We don't have to stay hurt, God. These words came to me today. All things, he's made all things new. What does that mean? Being reborn, rebuilt, and renewed. Hallelujah. Be, be reborn. What does the new mean? Be reborn, rebuilt, and renewed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, God. I think it's getting closer to time. I want you to know I do pray for your request. If you can find it, Freedom Ministries uh, prayer request, then uh, I know some of it may be private, so you can put it in. Uh, if you have Charlotte's Head Intercessors Messenger, then put it there, and she'll get it to me, and we will agree on the line for your prayers. God, we thank you for this session together, Lord. I thank you, God, that you you called us to be ministers of the New Testament, God. I thank you that we don't go by the law anymore. We go by grace. Jesus is the grace, hallelujah, and the truth. We thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. This is a new day, God. I'm leaving here, and I'm going to be changed, or I'm going to talk to somebody until I break through, and then I'm not the same anymore, God. Sunday. Thank you, God. Everything means everything. Everything that's connected with the old man has to go. Let's think about that a minute. Everything connected to the old man has to go. It's rotten through and through. Get rid of it and then take our uh, new way of life. Take on a new way of life, a life renewed from the inside and works itself into your conduct as God reproduces his character in you. Let's read it again. What does it mean when all things become new? Everything, and I mean everything, connected with old man has to go. It's rotten through and through. Get rid of it. And then take on entirely a new way of life. A life renewed from the inside and works itself into your conduct as God reproduces his character in you. Colossians 3.10, put off the old man and his deeds, put on the new, which is renewed in the knowledge of him. Remember, we have to look at him to be able to change. Titus 3.5, by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it. Second Peter three verse thirteen says that that um, there's a new heaven and a new earth where where righteousness is going to dwell. Righteousness is going to dwell. Let's look at it. Second Peter three thirteen. Make sure I'm reading this one right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I hope some of us got some cleansing today. Like I say, get with your pastors and get with the leaders in the church and let them continue to help you if you didn't feel a breakthrough for you. But I did feel God working, and I thank him for that. Second um, Peter 3.13, uh, he says, Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. So we're going to be in heaven for eternity with all new. Hallelujah. 
And God wants us to live that way now. He wants us to live in righteousness now. Thank you, Jesus. And at salvation, all things, old things have passed away, and we get a new heart. We get, we get a, we're getting a new body when He comes and gets us. It's purifying. We're going to have a purified body. We're going to be holy before Him. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you that you're you're um, purifying us, Lord, by your word. You're cleansing us from all unrighteousness, and you're preparing your bride, God. Thank you, God, from the beginning. You've wanted everything to come back and be renewed and re- and reborn the way that it was in the beginning, the purity of it, God. Thank you when we accept you, then that work starts in our life, the process of sanctification. Thank you for a new day, God. Thank you, Lord, for these people on the line. I ask, God, that a healing come upon them, the healing balm of Gilead come upon them, the oil of gladness for the spirit of heaviness, God. And we pray right now, God. We pray, Lord, for Anita, God. I ask that you come upon her life. I ask, God, that you pour your love on the inside of her, God. I ask that you show her, God, that she she is a new creature in you old things that passed away, and she is accepted in the beloved, and we do want her in the body of Christ. God, I thank you. I thank you for her life. We plead the blood over her, and I bind the spirit of suicide, God. I thank you, God, for coming upon her, Lord. I thank you for healing her heart, God. Hey, I caught up. I know how it feels, God, when when the lashings comes and the slashings, God. And I saw from her own family, Lord, that the slashings, that was uh, was how she wasn't this and she wasn't that and she's terrible at that. God, I ask that you heal that deep wound in her, Lord. I ask that you bring her back to her pastor, Lord, that you heal the breach that's between them, God. We lift her up today, God. God, you say the spirit of Elijah is going to bring the sons and the daughters back, God. We take authority, God. We find that spirit of strife that would try to take her out. And we release a humble spirit in all of us and to go and to get her, God. And anybody else that has a breach in their heart that's hurt, God, and wounded, God, we go get the wounded, God. We don't kick them. We don't push them back down, Lord. We don't expect them to be completely new and whole in a day, God. We know that 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 you're seed on the inside, and that you you do a process of work in our life. God, give us grace, Lord. Give us grace and take condemnation out of us, God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise for it, Lord. Thank you, God. I give you praise. Thank y'all so much for joining in, and I pray that God touches you, and that that we start off with a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. His verses are new every morning. God bless you, and we'll uh, we'll see you Thursday night. We hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossit.com.